0: And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, uh, someone sent me an email wanting me to comment on um, this article they sent me. And, boy, it was interesting because... um, I'd heard a little bit of this rumblings around in the last couple of days. However, what I'm going to point out to you here in the next 15, 20 minutes is that this may not be what everybody thinks it is. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm saying what it affects may be different than what they think will affect. So let's go into this, so we're not just talking about nothing. The article st- states, it's from Fortune, it says, risk of recession is rising as problems just keep cascading throughout the economy, economists say. goes on, it says, economists are warning, U.S. could be headed for a recession as supply shocks caused by the war in Ukraine. Ongoing COVID-19 lockdowns in China reverberate throughout the global economy." So, in other words, they're saying this giant shock of everything going on in the war, and China shutting down its economy one half of the city and one half of the country at a time, type thing. But all this is going to mess up supply chains and mess up availability, and all that's going to lead to no growth lead to less business. I'm going to go ahead and read some of this to you, and we'll get to the discussion part after we make a basis for where we start the discussion. It reads as follows. A poll from Reuters conducted between April 4th and April 8th found that one in four Economists believe the U.S. will experience a recession this year. That's 25% of the economists they polled believe there's going to be a recession this year, with that number rising to 40% over the next 24 months. And economists surveyed by The Wall Street Journal this month were even more pessimistic. A whopping 28% said they're predicting the U.S. economy will fall into a recession sometime in the next 12 months, up to just 13%, up from 13% a year ago. That was their prediction. Many fear the Federal Reserve plans to rapidly raise interest rates in order to combat rising inflation could lead to severe economic downturns. There's a lot here, and I'm going to try to get it all in today, but I don't want to gloss over some things. First of all, these are opinions by economists. That's what they do. And like every economist I've ever seen do live seminars say, um, when economists speak, we're we'll right 50% of the time. So, if they're saying 25 to 28% believe there's going to be a recession this year, if only half of them are right, that means maybe only 14%. Now, I'm not not arguing with them. I'm just saying, I want you to read this article with me and use just a slight amount of... Skepticism, maybe. Okay. But I'm not saying they're wrong. I I want you to understand, I'm not trying to make the point they're wrong. I'm just trying to make a point to you before we get out of here today of what you should do with all this. How do you unpack this? What do you, as an investor, do? What am I going to do as an investor? Okay. I think we believe the Fed they've already said they're going to raise interest rates now Marcus and Milchap just did an article yesterday where they came out and said they believe now the fed is saying they're going to go up 2 points at 200 basis points before they were saying they're going up five times at a quarter of basis point at a time which means they would have raised it 1 and a quarter percent interest over the year Marcus Milchap's article just came out and said but they heard the fed say they wanted to raise it a half or 50 basis points a half a ba- half a point. Percent interest, and if, that, if that's what they mean, then this five turns into two and a half percent interest rate changes. Is what they really want. The Fed is doing that, along with the Fed is drying up the money. How are they drying up the money? They're reversing quantitative easing, where they were putting, going out there and buying all the the bonds and stuff, and treasury bills from the banks. So the banks had lots of cash; so they had money to lend. They're now letting those things expire, and they're not buying any more of them. So now they have less and less and less debt on their balance sheet, meaning it's harder and harder and harder for banks to get money. This article goes on and says risk of a recession is rising due to the series of supply stocks cascading throughout the economy as the Fed lifts rates to address inflation, according to Brucellus, chief economist at something, something, something. Asterisk. Next point. Even Wall Street veterans who have typically been more bullish are starting to sound the alarm. Ed Yarendy, have no idea who this guy is, president of Yarendy Research, said he sees a 30% chance of recession in the U.S. This year, arguing the Fed may be forced to give the economy an all-out recession-triggered shovel in order to fight inflation. Again, it's a man with an opinion, And his opinion is, there's a 30% chance this is going to happen. I just want you to let that soak in for a second. These are all men with opinions. And even with their now growing more negative opinions, they still only see it as 30%. The one that got my attention, though, was a statement, even the Wall Street veterans who have typically been more bullish are starting to sound the alarm. If you go and you listen to Marcus Philchaps financial guys, or you listen to any of the other real estate brokerage firms' financial guys, they don't want you to think the world's going to cave in. They want you to keep buying real estate. As of a week ago, there were articles everywhere talking about the fact that it doesn't matter what they do to the interest rates. There's still going to be a shortage of apartments. It doesn't matter what happens. There's still going to be a shortage of homes. Though you raise the interest rates and make less people want to buy a home or be qualified to buy a home, there's still too few homes. It doesn't solve that problem. You're reducing demand. You're not increasing supply. And then you're saying, "Well, if we raise the interest rates, then people won't buy because you know they'll be interest rate sensitive." Until you talk about real money, real money out there pays cash. And I'm not being mean, but you know, when I was a millionaire, I thought I had some money. But when you go out and meet a billionaire who's got a thousand million, and no matter what you do, if you put ten or twenty million down on one deal, that's nothing to these guys, and there's lots of them out there and so if there's any relaxation of any kind towards any of the prices in real estate, they're going to be absorbed by the people who are sitting on money. I am one of those people sitting on money, waiting, hoping that it might make a dent, right? But we going to look into this further because there's way more here it goes on and says. A new guy here, Vincent Somebody Somebody from Dreyfus and Mellon says, Inverted yield curves prove we're going into a recession. We were in an inverted yield curve for one day, according to what I read earlier today. I would say it's closer to a coin toss that the economy will be moving into recession by the end of the year. So, there's a guy just says it's a coin toss. Morgan Stanley says, expecting... Real gross domestic product GDP to fall to just 3% this year. That's quite a drop from the 4%. 4 4.1% it was, had been the previous year. I want to take you over to a different article. And I want to take you to an article that talks about what recession really is. And the fact that it looks like we're probably going to go into one, or at least the article is making the point that there are quite a few people starting to believe we're going to go into one. And I'm just making the point that, number one, we need to know what a recession actually is need to know what it will actually do to our economy, and then how do we, uh, in turn, react to that. Uh, Also, I also always want to be in a situation where I'm looking forward and back at the same time, and I'm not thinking, hmm, am I overreacting to something? Right. Sometimes you can overreact. So I wanted to get this little bit of technical stuff out here on the table right now, and that is definition of a recession. So I looked it up. It says the official recession definition during a recession, the economy struggles, people lose work, companies make fewer sales and the country's overall economic output declines. The point where the economy officially falls into a recession depends on the variety of factors. All right, so before we go into the factors that tell you whether or not we're actually in a recession, what do those things hurt you? Well, if you're an employee, losing your job would hurt you, right? I'm not an employee. I'm an employee of my own company, but really, I don't live off my employment income. So that's not a, really a, a problem. Uh, what if people lose work? Well, that could affect me by my tenants losing jobs. But We're 98% occupied, 99% occupied with a waiting list. We know we're pre-leased, so got a long wage. We've could lose. You know, we been down as low as in the 80s on occupancy and survived, so we've got quite a bit of room there. One of the things that's going on right now, and I'll get to it in a second, I'll leave that out, uh, companies make fewer sales, the country's overall economic output declines, and the point where the economy officially fall fails into recession depends on certain factors. Well, first of all, look at unemployment. We have not enough people to work. Almost no unemployment. Three point six percent, probably the lowest you know ever, close to ever. Uh, I mean, there has to be some unemployment just from people moving from job to job, right? People being sick or something, but you know, very little. And uh, wage increases are starting to occur. I know because all my employees are asking for wage increases. Inflation's occurring. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Move on. It says in 1974 they came up with an official rule of thumb definition of recession. The most popular was two consecutive quarters of declining GDP. Okay, so it's declining. Yes, it is. A healthy economy expands over time, so two quarters of a row of contracting output suggests there are serious underlying problems. This definition of recession became common standard over the years. What causes a recession? There are more than one way for a recession to get started. From a sudden economic shock to a fallout from uncontrolled inflation. These phenomena are some of the main drivers of recession. A sudden economic shock. The economic shock is a surprise problem that creates serious financial damage. In the 1970s, OPEC cut off the supply oil to the U.S. without warning, causing recession, not to mention endless lines at the gas station. The coronavirus outbreak shut down the economics worldwide is more recent example of a sudden shock. So what shocks? We've got the coronavirus. We're still railing from that. we got the Chinese with their coronavirus shutting down shipping lanes. We've got the war, uh, which means that we're shutting down our oil supply. And of course, you've got all of the decisions Biden's made, which has destroyed really the the economic engine of oil and energy in the u.s so those decisions have all been made you have got massive massive debt built up on the government because of the six trillion dollars they just gave away to people um those are the massive shocks uh, it goes on and says, though, another reason is too much inflation. Inflation is a steady upward trend of prices over time. Inflation isn't a bad thing, per se, but excessive inflation is a dangerous phenomenon. Central banks control inflation by raising interest rates, and the higher interest rates depress economic activity. Out-of-control inflation has an ongoing problem in the U.S. in the 70s. The break, the cycle, the Fed Reserve raised rates, uh, which caused a recession. So, there you go. Hindsight's 2020. We're right back in the same thing. Democratic president doing democratic type moves economically, creating the results of democratic type moves economically. And we're going to have massive inflation from massive spending. And then we're going to go into a recession because the Fed has to shut down the massive inflation. My question now is. Five minutes, 15 minutes ago, I'm asking, do you really think there's going to be a recession, just because these guys say it looks like there's going to be a recession? And now, I'm saying, after reading what a recession is and where they come from, is there any question there isn't going to be a recession? And my answer is, I still don't know. <laughs> I don't have a crystal ball. I can't read the future. But I have to live with it, just like you do. Interesting little piece in this article. said, so What's the difference between a recession and a depression? And a Quick and easy. Depression lasts longer. It's much deeper. Business cycle. There is a natural business cycle of expansion and growth to contraction. And back and forth and back and forth. And that's what we call the business cycle. That business cycle hasn't worked since 2009. We contracted 2008-2009, and we've been going up ever since. Blowing and going and blowing and going. And every year, the economists go, well, when is that cycle going to turn around? And every year, the economists go soon. (laughs) When? Soon. Well, a year ago, you said it was soon. Yeah, it's sooner right now. And six months from now, it's going to be sooner than it is now. And it's going to happen. They predict it has to happen. That's just the way they see the world. So, if that is the case, then what's going to happen? And there, my friends, therein lies the real secret to all this stuff, right? If... We have a recession, and it's going to happen. What is going to be the effect on us? We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to give you my personal stab at that. Right? what I personally believe will happen. Remember, all we've heard so far are other people's opinions. I've kept my opinion out of here. Now I'm going to give you my opinion of how I'm going to react to this recession. You don't want to miss this. Stop waiting, stop sitting around, stop procrastinating. This is your time, make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. (laughs) It's gonna crash. (laughs) It's gonna be better next year. I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? (laughs) Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. (laughs) Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, I'm covering an article that an individual sent me talking about recession. Are we going into one? What's going to be like? What should we do? How do we see it? And so forth. And pretty much the article or two that we went through gave me the feeling that the economists, just like always, really have no idea what's happening or what's going to happen. And... What's even worse is they're creating a hysteria that is going to put people in position to make bad decisions financially. So what I want to do is I want to look at it from my point of view. Now obviously my point of view is going to be different than your point of view, but maybe if you gleam a little bit of my point of view and you then go out there, research everything else that fits your point of view and fits your financial situation. Maybe you can come up with a conclusion on how you're going to deal with this. I just want to give you insight from a different point of view, which you just don't get out there, because you're getting what the mainstream wants you to get right now. So, the next part here is, how can you predict a recession? Number one, inverted yield curve. The yield curve is a graph that plots the market value, or the yield, of a range of U.S. governmental bonds, from note with terms 4 months to 30-year bonds. When the economy is functioning normally, yields should be higher on longer-term bonds, uh, instead of shorter ones. So, a week ago, the yield curve inverted. It lasted one day, and then the Fed started quantitative easing, or, I'm sorry, restrictions. When they put out they are going to do quantitative restrictions, all of a sudden, the long-term interest rates went back up. In other words, if the Feds are not going to buy the bonds, then you're going to have to pay people more interest to buy those bonds. Bonds won't sell it. A quarter percent or half percent interest if the Fed's not buying them. The Fed is funny money. It's stupid money. It's dumb money. And it pays too much for these bonds. When the Fed stops buying bonds, bonds have to be more productive. They have to pay a higher rate of return. And long term interest rates will go back up. So the inverted yield curve will be, if it is not already been, wiped out. And you'll start seeing that when you start looking for long term CDs. They'll be higher than the short term ones. The ones right now, the short term CDs are the same as long term CDs. Five-year CD should be four points, not the same one and a half point that you know one-year CD is. You'll see that happening, so I don't believe that's going to happen. I don't believe we're going to get the inverted curve. Number two: declines in consumer confidence. Spending is the main driver in the U.S. economy. Well, friends, I don't see the spending down. In fact, everything I read is consumer confidence as high as it's ever been, and there's less debt than there's ever been. Okay, which I think is one of these other ones in here. But people don't have debt now; they paid it all off. The COVID nineteen made people see a recession, what it looks like, what it could feel like, and they started changing. They started saving more money, getting out of debt, and hence, when the recession started going away at the end of COVID nineteen, they're flush with money. There's money everywhere now. So I don't see. A a lowering the consumer confidence yet now if they stay on these articles about recession recession, recession recession, they're probably going to scare somebody. you know with the war out there, recession out there, all these people coming across the southern border, the Democrats are probably going to get destroyed in this next election and that is going to be this giant hysteria to fix all this stuff, right? A drop in the Lending Economics Index. I'm sorry, the Leading Economic Index. Published monthly by Conference Board, the LEI strives to predict future economic trends. It looks at factors like applications for unemployment insurance, new orders for manufacturing, stock market performance. If the LEI declines, trouble may be brewing in the economy. Leading Economic Indicators. I have no idea if any of that even makes any sense. I mean, obviously, if all the leading indicators start going down, that somewhere in the future, it's going to be worse. But has it happened? Yet. I don't think it has. Number 4. Sudden stock market declines. There's no stock market decline. The stock market is at some ungodly all-time high. What is it, like 30000 40000 I don't even know what it is. I don't even watch it. But do you realize it got down to $6,000 during 2008's recession? The stock market isn't going down, it's going up. Real estate isn't going down, it's going up. Everything around us is going up. So, is it really a recession? Rising unemployment. Where's the rising unemployment? There is no unemployment. There's overemployment. We can't even hire people. We need people to go to work and we can't hire them. So, is it really a recession? I don't see it. Okay. Could it happen in the next six months to a year? Could it? Could something change? It could, but will that mean anything to me? I don't think it will. Let's go through this say why. How does a recession affect you? You may lose your job. I don't have a job. That doesn't really bother me. And un, as unemployment levels rise, not only are you more likely to lose your job, your current job becomes much more difficult to replace it with somebody when you want to go back to work don't have that problem. People who keep their jobs may see cuts to pay and benefits and struggle to negotiate future pay raises. So, we don't care about pay raises. We care about just getting paid. During the last recession here with COVID, when the whole world shut down, I didn't lay one employee off at any of my 21 companies. Not one person got laid off. So, I don't don't see that as a problem. Investments in stocks and bonds and real estate and other assets lose money in a recession, reducing your savings and upsetting your plan for retirement. Even worse, if you can't pay your bills due to job loss, you may face the prospect of losing your home and other properties." There it is, my friends. There is the contra-cyclical real estate investor's dream. I have real estate now. I own apartment complexes and grocery stores. When the recession hits, what will people still need? a place to live and a place to get food. Wow. I don't see either of those going out of business. We have a 15 to 40% increase in rents this year across the board. In some of the sunbelt states it's 30 to 40% rent increase and overall the whole US it's 15%. What if next year because of the recession we don't get a rent increase? Who cares? Who cares? It doesn't hurt us. I didn't buy my properties to get a rent increase every year. I bought my properties to make the money off them the way they are. The fact that we get a rent increase is good, but it's not mandatory. Mortgages? I can pay my mortgages simply. And a lot of properties, I don't even have mortgages on. So, I'm not worried about the mortgage. In fact, my interest rates are crushingly low, locked in. New buyers are going to have a hard time taking higher interest rates and making sense of them. So, if you're trying to sell because you're afraid the recession is going to take you down and you're trying to sell, you're going to have a hard time getting the price you want. Because interest rates going to make that price not make sense. But I'm not going to sell during the recession. In fact, I'm going to be like a hungry wolf sitting at the edge of the forest waiting for the animals to wander off aimlessly into the field where I can pounce on them in other words i hope that there's foreclosures i hope that the the people get stuck behind loans i've told people live now for the last 5 years don't get into long term loans you can't get out of or short term loans you can't get out of where the interest rates are going to pop on you or where your loan's going to come due and you're stuck don't do that i've said it over and over and over no one wants to believe me now they're going to eat those decisions of going against what i said and i'm going to be the, i'm sorry but please let me go ahead and buy this $0.50 cents on the dollar from you. I'll help. Let me help this situation, Mr. Bank. You've got this property you don't want. Let me help you out of it. So, there's no problem with that in a recession. That's actually a great thing for us. We look forward to that. It says, business owners make fewer sales during a recession and may even be forced into bankruptcy. Yeah, some businesses You Think about the COVID-19 thing where they couldn't sell food. But what did they do? They pivoted stores or restaurants change to pickup, deliveries, and things they could survive with. Business will pivot. Business will survive. Things will happen. With more people unable to pay bills during a recession, lenders tighten standards for mortgages. If there is a recession coming, I don't see it yet. But if it does come, I'll be happy for it to come because I will have massive advantage when it happens. Let me just go over this one paragraph with you and let you understand what I'm talking about. With more people unable to pay their bills during a recession, lenders tighten standards on mortgages. So, if that's the case, what does that do for competition? That lowers the competition out there in the marketplace, correct? It makes it easier for my investors to get the deals because they're making it very, very tough for people to get mortgages. Car loans and other types of financing also become very difficult to get. So, who really cares? Think about this. There's right now not enough cars. They'll give you more for your used car than you paid for it when you bought it. There's not enough cars. There's a lack of supply. So, you don't need to have massive funding for automobiles, massive funding for houses there's not enough of. It really doesn't affect us. It doesn't really really affect the economy, other than it will slow down the growth, because there's less and less money in the system. But when there's less and less money in the system, the money that's in the system is more effective. It goes on and says, you'll need a better credit score or a larger down payment to qualify. Well, guess what? I have a perfect credit score, and I have lots of money to qualify. And so do hundreds, if not thousands, of other Lifestyles members. They're all there, poised with the information and the education. So, if you have not yet got in and picked up the information, the education on how you're going to be able to use your good credit and your money to get to make big gains in this recession, coming recession then you need to get in right now. In the last recession in 2008-2009, and I'm saying if we have one, but if there is another one, the one in 2008-2009, I tripled to quadrupled my net worth. I always say either one or the other, and I don't know which one it really is, but it's somewhere in that area, three to four times. What I was worth before that recession. Depends on how long you look at it two years, three years, four years, whatever. Uh, but put it this way it was a major change in my net worth because of that recession. And I always swore to myself if another one comes along, I'm going to make it even better this time because I now know that it's a good thing. That one, when that recession came, I didn't know if it's a good thing. I was afraid of it, just like you're afraid of this one. But I'm not afraid anymore. If there's a recession, man, I'm digging in, I'm going for it. And I think a lot of other people did well during that recession that followed me into those deals. But a lot of people were afraid to. So, what is the problem here? The problem is, if you're buying right now, at the peak of the market, right now prices are as high as as they've ever been, and you're starting to take on larger and larger and larger interest rates on these deals, if there is a recession, you're going to be vulnerable. So, right now, if it is true remember i said if it is true that there's a recession coming if you really believe that it will happen then it's quite possible that you could be buying and paying too much for something right now and you could be taking on too high of interest rates right now although whatever they are right now they're going to be at least a point to two points higher in a year from now so at least get long term interest or i'm sorry long term locked in financing at least don't get short term and oh my god do not take adjustable interest interest. And yet, I've seen people doing that. All last two years, they've been doing that. Now, one thing they do do is they buy a cap, which says it can't go above this level. So, they're buying insurance that the interest rates won't go above a certain level. And that's a good thing. But if you don't have a cap, man, you could get destroyed by these raising interest rates. Rising interest rates is a better way to pronounce it. Uh, first point, today, we don't know there's actually going to be a recession. There's too many things that point to it that it's not. Number two, even if there's a recession, will it even affect real estate? There's still too little of it for people to live in, too little of it for people to rent, and too little of it for people to buy, and way too much money out there chasing way too little product to try to buy it. So, maybe even if there's a recession, it won't affect real estate at all. Even if it does, that would be a good thing. To have a pullback on the price of real estate in any way, shape, or form would be a good thing for the people that are currently buying. It won't hurt the people that already own unless they're forced to sell. And I'm poised right now. I made a decision when I was 60 years old that I was going to start buying stuff that I could keep until I was 80 years old so my wife could retire, I could retire, and never have to worry about money ever again. So all of my investments are long term investments. They're all set up to last for the next 15 years. So I'll be 80 years old. And I don't care what happens. Interest rates go up, interest rates go down, values go up, values go down. It doesn't mean anything. I'm not selling. I'm not letting go of stuff. I'm buying stuff. And I've got, right now, two more grocery stores that I'm supposed to close in the next month or two. I'm happy to buy those. I don't have to worry about those. Those are going to be in vogue, put it that way. If anything, if the economy gets tight, people are going to grocery stores. And they're going to go to the lowest-priced grocery stores you can go to. And that's what I buy, the low-priced grocery stores so I've got grocery stores and I've got real estate I got best product I got best price I'm positioned to take care of the needs of the people when they're living in the middle of recession I'm poised for whatever comes now you need to figure about how you can do that here's what I suggest if you're not already in Lifestyles Unlimited get involved Get educated quickly, get your arms around your money and where it's at, and take on defensive positions as opposed to what could happen with a recession and where your money's at. Get liquid. So, when it crashes, if it crashes, you'll be in a position to take that liquid cash and buy everything back 50 cents on the dollar. That's what I'm doing. That's what you should be doing. And if you do it and there is a recession, I'll see you way, way, way wealthier. On the other hand, if there isn't a recession, You'll never be hurt holding on to your cash. Dell Wamsley on how to live the lifestyle. Can you buy something for $25,000 and renovate it? Yes, you could. If you bought it, rehabbed it, and had 25 grand in it, all you'd have in it is equity is 25 grand. If you had the 25 grand in the first place, you'd have 25 grand. So you're not making any money on doing that because you can't get the money back out of the house unless you sell it. If you do, now you have to pay taxes on that money, so part of that money goes away. Do you think one-third is going to buy you houses in an environment where the average home in this country costs $350,000? If you bought one at an absolute steal price, which would be $100,000, you'd have to put 20% down, would be $20,000. That you can, with $20,000, go out there and buy enough houses to buy 15 houses. The answer is not during this market conditions. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.